this is Rob Powell, and today in Touch Turbo Talks, we're talking to Bob Jungels from the Coding Quick Step about his Giro d'Italia. Alright, it's Monday the 20th of May, it's the first rest day in the Giro d'Italia this year. On the line from Italy is Bob Jungels from the Koning Quick Step. Bob, you're just coming off a message. Thanks for joining us. How is the body feeling? Yes, hello. Um, indeed, I'm just coming from the from the massage table. Legs, uh, the legs are still feeling good, but um, yeah, after nine pretty hard stages, uh, was a well uh, a well needed uh, rest day today. Do you already notice the the first week feeling in that legs after? Because people maybe thought it's going to be quite a fairly easy first uh, first week uh, on paper, but it's never easy on paper, I think. Yeah, well, it's uh, like you say uh, on, on paper, it might uh, it might have looked like uh, pretty pretty easy stages, but it was always um, due to the weather, due to uh, racing circumstances. Uh, every day has pretty much been uh, a very hard day. Uh, it's been a lot of long days. Uh, I think we have more or less thousand five hundred kilometers done already in those. Uh, in those first nine days, and uh, so yeah, you definitely uh, you definitely can feel that uh, in your legs uh, for sure. And what's the feeling overall in the peloton about these lengthy stages? Um, well, it's always a bit of a, a personal thing. Some t- some riders they uh, they like really long stages. The, Others don't, but I think um, personally, I don't have a big problem with it. Um, it's just a little bit, uh, yeah. Sometimes the question if it's necessary in a ground tour to have uh, four or five plus 220 kilometer stages uh, in the first uh, in the first ten days. But um, well, yeah, it's been uh, it's been the same for everybody, so uh, I guess that's fine. Was it for you maybe even a little bit needed? Because obviously you had like a long race break after Tour of Flanders. That was your last race coming into this Giro. Did you could you use that like those race kilometers to get that extra sharpness in your form? Um, yeah, I think I will. I will probably need uh, a few of the of the harder stages. Um, so uh, maybe with some climbs, really, to get back into that uh, climbing rhythm, also. But uh, definitely, those uh, those first days were um, uh, were absolutely needed after after a long uh, long racing break. And um, yeah, that's what I could feel in the in the first time trial as well that I was still uh, that I was lacking a little bit of uh, race rhythm. But uh, um, yeah, I think by now we should be uh, we should be there. Yeah, and obviously you had a great uh, time trial on, on Sunday, uh, moving up quite a few spots on the general classification already as well. So the feeling in the legs are definitely improving for you during the Giro? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm getting better day by day. Um, yeah, I set, uh, I set myself a, long, a long-term goal in this Giro, which is, uh, which is the GC. And uh, which which uh, en- ends obviously in uh, in Verona, so uh, that's still a very far and uh, yeah, pretty bumpy way to go. Um, 
so yeah, I'm I'm very happy with uh, where I'm standing right now. Uh, Form-wise, uh, GC-wise, I think uh, I'm right there where I should be, and uh, I think uh, we are all ready for uh, for, the, for the climbs now. Because obviously, like we mentioned, uh, you had a, a yeah quite a successful classics campaign earlier, and then that long break. In that period between Tour of Flanders and the start of the Giro, did you work on things specifically? Because uh, I can imagine you're a different maybe type of rider who are successful in, in the Cobble Classics. Maybe those are often a bit heavier, uh, different specialists. And now you have to take on all the little lightweight GC riders. Is that a difference for you in, um, yeah, did you do anything in your preparation to be ready for that? Yeah, of course. Of course, we uh, for the classics. I uh, I had uh, I had still uh, two kilos more than uh, than I have now. I've been three weeks on uh, on altitude uh, in between uh, Tour of Flanders and uh, and the start of uh, of the Giro here. So um, obviously, I worked a lot on uh, on my climbing, on uh, time trialing. So basically, more. Um, I would say less uh, less explosive, le less uh, uh, short powered uh, um, efforts, but uh, more uh, yeah, just long, uh, long steady rides, uh, and then also obviously the the mountain intervals and uh, the intervals on the climb. So uh, just to prepare uh, perfectly for this um, for this race. Is there a preference for you? What what you prefer to work towards? Towards like a classic campaign, like earlier on this year, or towards like a Grand Tour now? Um, well, I think it's very different because um, I believe that working towards a classic campaign can be um, the pre preparation is a bit more general. You have to be uh, generally just in a very good very good condition. Uh, but then there's other factors in the classics, like uh, knowing the course, having a, yeah the team around you. Um, that's much more important than uh, than um, than the actual physical preparation for for a classic. I think uh, obviously you have to do long rides because it's all very long races. Um, but it's not that you have to lose weight or, or uh, I don't know, make uh, make uh, gain weight or, or whatever. So um, I would say that uh, preparation for a for a Grand Tour is much more specific regarding training, nutrition, um, a little bit of those things that uh, that play a key role for uh, for a successful Grand Tour. And you already mentioned like it's different also working uh, working with a team because obviously now in the classics maybe you work together with like seven guys seven other guys that you race with or a bit more towards that one specific race day and now um yeah you're kind of like together with the wolf pack obviously for, for uh, three weeks um how, how is the feeling within the team at the moment in the giro um to be honest the uh like the spirit is uh, is as always uh, is is high. Uh, um, everyone is is very motivated. Obviously, uh, we were hoping for uh, for one or another stage victory, maybe uh, with Ilya on uh, on the flat stages. 
Um, but yeah, in the end, um, we are not the only ones here who who, uh, who really want to to have those stage victories. So um, yeah, it didn't happen so far, and uh, the, but there's plenty more plenty more opportunities to come. But this is no reason for us to uh, um, yeah to to uh, to not keep our heads up and. and um, like I said, the, the spirit in the team is um, is great, and I think um, in general the conditions of the riders are uh, are all very uh, very good. So yeah, I think everybody's motivated and looking forward to uh, to the rest of this year. And obviously, the next two days uh, you got uh, sprint opportunities again coming up for Elia. Um, after that, the mountains are looming. Is uh, does it change anything the next two days for your uh, role in the team towards a sprint for Elliot? That they say like, all right, Bob, the the, um, the mountains are now coming. Maybe uh, be a bit more careful, or don't yeah, maybe do a little less work if possible in that lead up lead out for Viviani. Or um, yeah, well, to be honest, we decided actually this year that I'm completely out of the the, the leading train for the sprint. So um, if I was up there uh, during the last stages, then it was mostly to be uh, to be safe. Uh, there was maybe one or the other moment uh, where I just uh, had a pull on on the front, but uh, which was also because, um, yeah. So it was it was really nervous and uh, in the bunch, and I was just uh, being careful and and helpful at the same time. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely not going to be my role to, uh, to 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 lead out Ilya to the uh, to the sprint. Okay, and so um, you're definitely focused now on the GC this uh, this Giro. Um, at the moment, there's already quite a bit of gaps. Did you expect up front that the back, the gaps are going to be this big between the GC riders already? You knew that obviously there were going to be time trials and there could be created some gaps, but. Um, are you shocked by the extent of the gaps? Um, I wouldn't say shocked. Um, the thing is, of course, there is um, uh, there's Primoz Roglic at the moment who is uh, who is really riding on a uh, on a bit of, on, on a bit of a different level, um, especially in especially in the time trials. Um, and then there was that uh, that big breakaway that arrived uh, the other day with uh, with seven minutes. So the GC is at the moment still, um, yeah, it's very it's a little bit confusing. But I think um, a few days into the mountains and everything will uh, um, will come uh, will come back to uh, to the normal order. I would say. Um, there are quite a few gaps already, that's for sure. There are guys who lost quite a lot of time yesterday in the time trial, um, but I also believe that they uh, they will have uh, they will have good days. There will be other riders who will have who will have bad days, um, lose time here on, and and others gain time there. So yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's it's going to be finished uh, after that time trial in Verona, and um, until then it's going to be. Like every Grand Tour, pretty unpredictable, uh, like the last year. So. Are there any stages in particular that you are looking forward to most in the upcoming days? Um, well, to be honest, I I really take it uh, I really take it day by day. So for myself, I'm 
I'm uh, I'm looking forward now, of course, to to have still two days now to get uh, uh, to get the legs a little bit uh, rolling again after uh, yeah quite a busy day yesterday, rest day today, and then uh, yeah for sure getting ready for uh, getting ready for the climbs, and um, of course on uh, I think on Thursday is going to be a first uh, first pretty good test with the. With a with a very hard climb uh, on it uh, in it uh, already, so um, yeah, no, I think it's going to be it's going to be overall uh, very interesting, um, very interesting stages left. But uh, yeah, if I had to pick one, it was probably the time trial the last day in Verona. Yeah. Obviously, if it meant uh, if it means that you are going well there, you probably survived the three weeks really well and in a great position. Uh, your previous two uh, Giro participations, both top ten, sixth in two thousand sixteen, eighth two thousand seventeen, and both times you won the Young Riders classification. We're getting to the to the Tox Turbo Talks friend question of the week. Uh, every week we've got a question coming in via the social medias, and this time it's Groot Lem via Twitter, and he says, uh, "What would you like more, a top ten? On the GC or a stage win this Giro? I was reading that one on Twitter before. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's very hard to say. I mean, it depends a little bit on the on the position in the top ten. I would say. Um, yeah, if I have to choose between the stage win and the ninth, uh, I would probably take the probably take the stage win. Um, but it's very, very hard to say. There is, um, yeah, not every stage win is also like uh, like another one. You have, uh, there are, um, yeah, there are heroic stages to win. There are, there are, yeah, just special, special days where you, uh, where you just really want that uh, stage victory. But on the other hand, my, like I said, my long-term goal for this Giro was the GC. And, um, yeah. On the other hand, mostly if you if you're in a position to do a very good GC, uh, you also get automatically sometimes in a position to maybe win a stage or be there up up there for uh, for a stage victory. So um, I will uh, I will try and uh, I will try and do both. Combine it. Um, so so what do we say if it's like a really heroic stage of Gavia Motorola with a snow-covered mountains, um, five degrees, or maybe even freezing at the top, and getting a win there, or top five in GC. Would that be a hard choice? Uh, um, I think I would take the top five. Okay, okay. Um, thanks for answering that Tux Turbo Talks fan question. Obviously, for next week, people just get your... Uh, Fend questions in again. We'll announce them via the social media channels of Tux. And don't forget to listen, download, subscribe, rate, review, everything where you listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Bob, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. We're going to let you go. Just uh, one more thing. There was another race, obviously, on Sunday that was uh, quite of maybe importance to you. It was the Grand Prix Bob Jongels. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's it's a race. It's a junior race that's been going on for... Uh, for quite a few years already in Luxembourg, organized by my uh, by my team, where um, by uh, by the team where I was always riding uh, when I was uh, when I was young, 
when my father is a is a president of that team also. And um, no, I'm very very proud that uh, to do something for, um, for juniors and um, yeah, especially on a looking at the looking at the field, uh, it's getting uh, it's getting better and better every year. So um, yeah, I'm just uh, just very happy to uh, um, yeah to have that to have them racing uh, to have them racing under my name and, and that's. Um, yeah, it makes me makes me feel proud for sure. And will we definitely see the new Bob Jungels coming from that race from Luxembourg to uh, to battle it out in GC stages in the future? Hopefully. Yeah, well, like I say, there's uh, it's a very international field, so um, it's very likely that uh, that one of them uh, will one day uh, will one day be uh, be maybe uh, sitting here and uh, making an interview with you. <laughs> Who knows. <laughs> Um, all right, Bob, I want to thank you um, for taking the time on the rest day uh, to having a chat with us. Much appreciated. No problem. And uh, you, you probably know that the last week's guest uh, went on to win a stage a couple of days later. So maybe it bodes well for you, actually. Well, uh, let's hope for the best then. <laughs> okay. Um, Bob, good luck in the rest of the Giro. And uh, like I said, thanks again for taking the time uh, to be with us. People, thanks for listening. This was Rob Power with Bob Jongels from the Curtin Quickstep. Stay tuned for a new Tux Turbo Talks next week.